This week, we'll be discussing Smash Bros. Final Challenger, and not everyone is pleased with the choice. And Nintendo introduced a new tier to the Switch Online service, and even more people are unhappy. I'm Barry. And I'm Anthony. And this is episode 40 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. So, it's it's been a little while since we finished playing Alex Kidd. It has. You've been, you've been playing anything else since? Uh, yes, actually, I've been playing some Marvel Avengers, now that's come across to Game Pass. Uh, so, giving that a bit of a go. And then, also, we've been playing The Ascent together as well. Yes. Well, we actually completed that last night, didn't we? We did. <laughs> well, I, I completed it, and you came along for the ride. I yeah, I just helped out a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a bit of an underwhelming finish, though, I feel. Yeah, I don't know if there might be more to it than that. It just ended. Because it alludes that there's something else going on. Yeah, it just felt... No, no, no spoilers for the game, so... Yeah, just felt uh, like it was just a bit of a sudden end, and that was it. Yeah. Now that we've completed that game, we can look towards Nintendo for a wealth of new games to play as part of their service. Yeah, well, this is great. When I first saw it, I thought, sweet, new games coming to the service. Uh, you know, long-awaited, bringing other consoles into it. However, there is a catch, which unfortunately, many people are very unhappy. <laughs> I don't know, dissatisfied, that's the word. Now, the reason we're talking about people not being very happy with <laughs> what came across is they announced that they bring in more titles to the Nintendo online, which great, fantastic. But unfortunately, they've alluded to the fact that they are actually tiered and you have to actually pay extra for them. Yeah, so these new titles come at a price, at a literal price. Yeah. And I must admit, when I saw this, so they're going to introduce Mega Drive and Nintendo 64 titles. I thought, that's great. Then they said it's a new tier. And I was like, mm, you know, if maybe a year if it was an extra £10. Yeah. £10 would have been probably the upper limit of what I was expecting to pay on top of your normal Nintendo Online subscription just to have access to these extra games. Yeah. No, exactly, you're right. But unfortunately, they went a little bit further and um, knocked up by a fair bit, I'd say. Well, yeah, in Nearly a lot doubled. of territories, it's it's essentially doubled the price. Yeah, so for England, it's going for a single Nintendo Online um, subscription. It's going from seventeen ninety nine to thirty four ninety nine, and for a family uh, of four people, it's going from thirty one forty nine to fifty nine ninety nine. So it's nearly doubled it. For all intents and purposes, we're only one or two pound away from it being doubled. And I know um, the European prices and the US prices are same sort of boat as we are. Yeah. I do not think it's good value for money. No, nor do I. Because you're now, we were discussing this earlier, you're now essentially paying PlayStation Online and Xbox Live you know, for the year subscription. Exactly. Or at least, you know, when it was there. You know, we were, I remember you used to have to spend only £45 for a whole year for Xbox Live. And on that... You know, the online service on that was fantastic compared to what you get from Nintendo, in my opinion. Uh, well, actually, it's just while you mentioned that, I've got okay internet. I haven't got the world's best. Yeah. So I get about 150 meg internet. If I'm downloading a game on the Xbox One X, I get a download speed probably of about 85 to 90 megabits per second. 
if I download a game on the Switch, I'm getting like 7 to 10 megabits per second. It does seem to struggle. And that that's if it's docked and I have it wired in through an Ethernet adapter. Look if it's that. on Wi-Fi, it drops like a maybe one or two megabits per second. It's the speed difference, and I don't believe that's the actual hardware. I believe a lot of that just comes from Nintendo's back end. They don't have the infrastructure to really be charging these sort of prices. And bear in mind, as you mentioned, this is Xbox Live and PSN sort of prices. They give you free games through things like Games with Gold. Yeah, and these are all current games we're getting as well from them. Yeah. Whereas play, um, Nintendo are just bringing back old games. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the games that they're bringing back for the N64 is Super Mario 64, which it was only earlier in the year that they stopped selling that as part of the 3D All-Stars bundle. Yeah, they were like, oh, that's it, you can't play it again? Well, actually, yeah, well, you can. We'll take it away from you, and now if you do want to play it on your Switch, you've got to pay a subscription. You can't just buy the game. The list of games for the N64, they're a bit middling would probably be the word I use. So you've got Mario Kart 64, Super Mario 64, Lilith Wars, or or Star Fox, or Star Wing, or whatever it's called elsewhere in the world. They're probably the marquee sort of titles. Sin and Punishment, fantastic game, but a lot of people won't recognize the name. They'll not really play for it too much. The rest of the games... Oh, sorry, there's... Sorry, this is my bias coming through. <laughs> I left a... Um... Oh, I said Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, How could you I'm not that? a massive fan of that game. But yeah, so yeah, actually, no, I'll take that back. In all fairness, there's not a massive selection of games. Yeah. However, what is it? Nine games, is it? Uh, yes. However, there's a good selection, but I don't think it's worth the extra £30 nearly on a family membership. Yeah, it is. It's like what twenty eight pounds. Yeah. So yeah, you're only just shy. No, exactly. Even though because we we actually do a family one together, don't we? Um, so we split it, and it's useful. You should use it a few a fair few times, play online. And yeah, I use it quite often. You know, I'd still use it quite often and go online with that. And so for thirty one ninety forty nine, not too bad. It's four of us, so it's not a bad price. But sixty pounds just to add. N64 and Mega Drive titles. Yeah, well, the thing with the Mega Drive titles is, again, the games that are on there, there's some good games. Probably standouts for me, it'd be Rystar, Shining Force. Oh, obviously, yeah. Obviously, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Streets of Rage 2. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They're probably, like, the main standouts. However, Sega already do on the Switch the Sega Mega Drive Classics Collection, which includes 50 yeah. games, and many of those games are on there. So as well as Sonic the Hedgehog 2, you've got like Sonic 1, Sonic 3D, uh, Flicky's Island. You've also got Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3. You've got Shining Force 1 and 2. Yes. So a lot of those games, you have them plus their sequels or prequels on this bundle, plus plenty of other games. Ah, now we did forget to mention that. Was it Banjo Kazooie is coming as well? Yes, they have announced there's more games coming. Banjo Kazooie, that's that's fantastic. Seeing Microsoft allowing that go back to the Switch. Yeah, they also said F Zero. That was ugly as sin looking game, but plays really, really well. I remember playing that. I'm just thinking how fluid, fast, insane it was. 
but all the cars look like bricks. They're just the detail on it's <laughs> somewhat lacking. Just big old bro- uh, blocks. Just yeah, yeah. But no, but it's if you can get over the graphics, gameplay is amazing on that. Pokemon Snap. Those are bringing that as well. Yeah, and the... but I'm not sure they've just brought a new Pokemon Snap out. Yeah. So unless you want to play the old one, you know, a lot of people just play the new one as it is. I would have much rather than bring out Game Boy Advance titles and give us an extra 20 Game Boy titles on top. As much as I am a Sega kid, I love Sega. I don't think the inclusion of Mega Drive games is worthwhile. Apart from going, oh, wow, look, we've got Sega titles on here now. I don't really think it adds anything. Like you said, you've got Sega Mega Drive Collection. So the majority of people who'd want to play a lot of... Well, if these games are in it, if it's in the Mega Drive Collection, they'd already own the collection. So why would they then pay for this? Oh, I'm not being funny. These games on that list, I probably own all of them at least one or two times through some other collection. Physical cartridges. It's... There's nothing there that I think would definitely appeal to me definitely appeal to a lot of people who do like these old games like gunstar heroes jesus i own that on the xbox 360 i'm pretty certain i own it on a dual like a mega games cartridge i own it on the original cartridge for the mega drive fantastic game but there's plenty of other ways to play oh and it's on the sega classics collection if i'm gonna be completely honest i think they could have just released a n64 collection with these games on instead Rather than up, up the price. Yes. I would pay £60, £70 pounds for a cartridge that had those games on it, those 9 or 10 games, all on the cartridge. So not one of these cartridges where it's like, oh, yeah, we've got like four of the games on, but the other four or five you have to download. Yeah. I would pay a premium for a larger capacity cartridge to play all of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, Sega Mega Drive is pointless being on here. Like I said, if they included the Game Boy Advance, I'll do all for it, especially because you know, Pokemon games, they put Pokemon games on, some of the original ones, from the Game Boy Color and that. Yeah. I would have been all for it, but there is no need for the Mega Drive to be on there. No, bring these. What they should have done, or what I would like to have seen, is bring these Mega Drive games to a new virtual console and charge us, like, I don't know, £2 per game. Yeah. I would more than happily say you and you came round or Phil came round and we thought, do you know what? I fancy playing a bit of Gunstar Hero or Streets of Rage 2. Nip it on. Just paying a couple of quid, two quid, two fifty, two ninety nine, whatever it'd be. Have instant access to those games. Yeah, because a lot of these again, you will be able to play them on Pi Pack if you've got it as well. Well yes. Pi Packer though bear in mind you technically need to own the cartridge and have yeah. dumped the cartridge yourself. It's a good idea adding more to it. It's, it's a nice. good idea putting things on it. But the price increase and what they put on it... I haven't necessarily got an issue with them bringing these games. I just don't think for the price of what they're asking, it's good value. No. I'm completely with you there. I must admit, so as you said earlier, we pay collectively between us we pay for a family pack and i don't think i get the value out of that as it is i barely ever play any of those snes and nes games 
I've played a couple of them, but the only time I really played it was when we did um, the Zelda game. Yeah, I I can't even remember the last time I even checked to see what games. I think I jumped into a couple of games and played like a stage or two, but that was about it. Sam's will jump in and play them sometimes. Yeah. I would rather have them kept it as one tier and upped everyone's price by £5 a year. Yeah. Like, one other benefit that you get is the Animal Crossings expansion. Yes. So that does get included. Yeah, but not everyone has Animal Crossing. It feels like everyone yeah. has Animal Crossing, but not everyone actually does. No, that's the thing. If you don't have Animal Crossing, you don't play it. It's a pointless addition to it. So it's not going to entice you to want to do this. Yes. Although, thankfully, you found that you can actually purchase this expansion separately, didn't you? Yes, you can. Uh, £22.49 to purchase it separately. Yeah, when I first heard about it, I actually thought it was locked behind this oh, layer okay. tier. No, it's literally just checking earlier. I saw that it, you can purchase it separately. Now, I mean, I guess it would be cheaper actually to maybe go for the individual for a year if you already pay as it is now yeah but you know you only have it whilst you have the subscription I guess I would imagine so yeah so you know if you want to play it for more than a year you have to keep paying it sort of thing so you know it's it's a nice thing to add into it but you have to play the game for it to be a benefit to you yeah and you'd have to pay it the entire time and keep using it so, again, I'm not sure if it's the right sort of incentive to use to get people to buy it. Mm, yeah, I, I don't think it is. But they are, however, bringing controllers, aren't they? Actually, they're bringing Phil's and your favourite controller, the Nintendo 64 controller. I never said I hate it that much. <laughs> I just said, why would people choose to use it? If you're playing a game that's designed for it, it works. One thing, actually, through emulating, I'm finding that is perfect as I find the Xbox One controller. It is absolutely atrocious for playing N64 games. <laughs> You've not got enough face buttons. Yeah. Essentially, the N64 has six. Technically, it only has two. And then it has four more for camera controls. Even trying to map them to, say, the analog stick, it just doesn't work properly. It's so difficult to emulate it. No, I, I can see that. I can definitely see that. But you know, it's interesting add to bring in the N64, but then also the Genesis uh, controller as well. And they're both going to be wireless. Mega Drive. You put Genesis here, so I just read it. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't blame me. Yeah. I, I just copy and pasted it. Exactly. So played it. Um, yeah, so the Mega Drive controller as well. And they're both wireless. So yes. if you do fancy having a bit of nostalgia to yourself and if you do go for the tier and want to play in 64 titles a controller might be nice it just depends what the controller looks like well it just looks like an n64 controller three prongs and all is it just gonna be, no but it's just gonna be a gray one or they're gonna do different styles oh i've i've only seen a picture of a gray one oh, okay get me some of those translucent that's colors. Classic, like a red I, one or something yeah well, I remember someone I grew up with had a translucent red one. Gotta be purple. Translucent purple. Ah, I always wanted them. I never had an N64 and I still wanted to get those controllers. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I find this hasn't been received well. I don't know if no. you've seen the video where they announced it, 
but it's been ratioed really badly. So there's a hell of a lot more people giving it a thumbs down than people who have liked the video. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think last time I looked, it was like 12,000 to 20,000. So 12 liked, 20,000 disliked. I don't feel Nintendo's doing very well at the moment. There's a, there's um, a few little bits. They've No, sorry. I mean, in regards to pleasing the public, shall I say. <laughs> well, well, let, let, let's go on to the next thing. Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure people are going to love the next bit of news. Oh, definitely. Because unless you live under a rock, you know about the Mario Brothers movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a animated movie. Yep, by so the guys who've done um, Despicable Me, isn't it? Illumination? Yes, it is. Illumination? Oh, I've just got <laughs> the um, Minions say Illumination in my head now. Whoa. Illumination! Illumination! Yeah. <laughs> when I saw who they were doing the voices, I was a bit shocked, shall I say. Yeah. The lead is going to be played by Chris Pratt in the role of Mario Mario. I, I don't know why. Um, he said that he's been <laughs> practicing his accent, but why? Why didn't they just get, you know, someone who's actually Italian to do it? Uh, but Mario yeah. doesn't say much. Yeah. If you think about it, he rarely this says... This is where the entire movie... It's me, Mario. Yeah, it's a me, a Mario. Let's go. And that's all we're going to hear. Mia. So, he's not, he's not been received well at all. Um, no, but I think that's because they've just announced it. In my mind, I cannot see him doing Mario's voice. But as soon as I see a trailer, I might go, do you know what? Yeah, it fits. I think they should have had some sort of teaser or trailer. Yes. Just just to push out at the same time so they can go, look, we've got Star-Lord doing the voice of Mario. <laughs> but it works. Somehow it works. We've made it work. Yeah, kind of like maybe just the Mario hat spinning around in a black background and him just going, it's me, Mario, or whatever, something like that. Just a little tidbit to make you think, actually, it doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, this is where we found the, the going for a more edgy, and he's going, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he, he uh, just sort of just speaks like Star-Lord, just as Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a me, a Mario. No, you've not heard of me. Oh, no. <laughs> I just... um, probably It'd be an interesting complete, one. Completely off the uh, subject here. Um, <laughs> but the, the other big one, and one that I can kind of see working, is Jack Black as Bowser. I was about to say, so can I. Jack Black, he's very good at voices. And I actually do really like him as an actor. I think he does really well. I really hope that this uh, movie has a Bowser musical number right in the middle of the movie for no reason. <laughs> you know, uh, I, if anything, I know it's going to be animated, but just put Jack Black in um, one of the emotion capture suits. It's still warms off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that would be great. Same sort of build, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, no, I love Jack Black. Oh, um, so do I. I. I think it's fantastic. So I, I like you said, I can see that working. Um, oh, I can I also, also see can see Donkey Kong working with yeah. Seth Rogen. I was about to say that one as well. So they're the only two out of the list I could see working: Jack Black as Bowser and Seth as Donkey Kong. Yeah, 
So I do believe that they are actually going to have the current voice of Mario Charles Martinet as a cameo somewhere within the movie. So I was wondering, why didn't he just have him voice Mario? But yeah. then the more I was thinking about it, he only tends to do small bits of audio. They're like sound clips, aren't they? Yeah. Does he perhaps have an issue doing that for like a long period of time? I don't know. Well, thinking about it, I mean, maybe I've not played as many Mario sort of games, but I feel like Luigi doesn't speak much in games either. either. No, usually he's just like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, I just because um, Sam was watching a um, YouTube video of him doing Luigi's Mansion. It, it didn't speak at all. It's just like, oh, no, oh, no, no. It just making weird noises. But yeah. then there's bit text coming up. Um, Princess Peach, I've heard her speak in a few games. Mm. Toad, well, again, is just, and that's it. So, so that's all he tends to do. Horrible noise. Yeah, I'm, I'm just intrigued how it's going to work. Yeah. Have you ever seen the original Super Mario Brothers movie from like No, but you thought of not. You, oh. you thought said well, you first said it'd be a treat, and I'm like, well, that tells me not to watch it. Honestly, you need to watch it. It's an absolute train wreck of a movie, but somehow you can't stop watching it. It's it's terrible, but in the best possible it. way. Is it appropriate for kids? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Probably the worst thing in the movie is like a woman's got like really big cleavage. I think that's the worst part of the movie. Right. Like not the, not the worst part. The whole movie's <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, the most you inappropriate know, the part. In, yeah, the most inappropriate part for children. You need to watch it. It's one of those. It's so bad. It's if it was on. If if I was switching through TV channels and it, it was on, you saw it, I would I would it. leave it. I would watch it. It's it's terrible, but it's, it's somehow it's also entertaining. This is why I haven't watched it though, because I get you and Phil saying this sort of thing to me. I'm like, mm, I should not watch it. No, no, definitely watch it. Definitely watch it, and make sure you go in with the mindset that it's a Mario movie because it makes it worse and better at the same time. <laughs> it makes all the difference, let me say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, again. A lot of people aren't too sure about this. I know I'm not sure about this choice of voice actors. Yeah, I'm only sure of two of the, two of them are the only ones that made me feel comfortable. The rest, I'm not. Yeah, hopes for. Do you know what? No, I'm I'm not writing them off until I actually hear them. I think they could definitely actually pull this off. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We've just got to we've just got to wait for a trailer or something, and then yes. we'll know. Yeah, I definitely think they should have announced this with a teaser or trailer, as I said earlier. Just, yes. just to put people at ease, if nothing else. Exactly, because otherwise they're looking at it going, are you sure? What the heck? Yeah. And then, like us, they'll have their mind fixed on, I don't think it's going to work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, so as soon as we hear the voices, we might be like, oh, actually, it does work. Yeah, definitely. So do we go from... Nintendo to Nintendo still just keep on the same train. No, let's do let's let's do something a bit more positive, and this time to do with Sony. Whoa, it's not often we hear this. Um, so really quickly, we've talked about this before. So the PlayStation Four had an issue, which a lot of people will call CMOS, where when the CMOS battery died, if it couldn't connect back to PlayStation Network, yeah, you couldn't play any of your games. This isn't an issue now, unless 
for some reason, you can't reconnect to the internet. But going forward, once Nintendo take down the PlayStation 4, PlayStation Store, <laughs> which will happen as much as yeah. we say, you know, Steam and Xbox are going to be here for a long... Even they oh, sorry, will go when Sony point. takes down the PlayStation Store, not Nintendo... <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> Nintendo State <laughs> can take it, take over Sony and take down PlayStation Network. I don't know. N- Nintendo would throw a um, U-turn and be like, we're not closing our store. We're closing <laughs> yeah. Sony's store. Yeah. Um, sorry. So when Sony decided to take down the PlayStation Network store for the PlayStation 4, yeah. if your CMOS battery goes, and it will go, these are only have a definitive lifespan. You won't be able to play any games. It'll make PlayStation 4 oh, consoles unusable. absolutely pointless. Yeah, <laughs> just just paperweight. Yeah, best case a paper waste. Worst case e waste. Yeah, that's all you've got. Um, so thankfully, in the most recent firmware, um, 9.0.0, they've actually fixed this. So, good job, Sony. Hooray! You need to, you need to do like a you know. Grunt getting the shot in the head, hooray, <laughs> yeah. sort of thing like that as Grunt, well. Grunt's birthday party. Will be. <laughs> um, so, all they need to do now is actually fix it on the PlayStation 5, and Microsoft have to just sort the issues that they have. Not quite as bad as this, but no, still not okay. perfect for the Series Perfect. S and X. Sony needs to just start giving more good news. Yes. <laughs> and then we won't feel so negative against them. Yes. And, uh, you know... Xbox, we love you. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we jump to a bit of somewhat Xbox-related news? Yes. Yes, we will. Um, I'm actually quite excited about this. So, as Xbox did speak about, uh, they won the battle against Skittles, and they said that they would make mini-fridges, which they have done, and they are now going to be up for pre-order from the 19th of October. Um, in the UK, you can pre-order it from Game. And it's eighty nine ninety nine for the mini fridge. So it holds twelve cans, and it's roughly ten liters. And I believe it has like a little insert or a shelf. Yeah, it's got shelves on the door. the door as well. And it has a USB port on it, so you can charge various devices. I was devices. so shocked when I saw this. So you know, your little mini fridge next to you, you're like, oh, what are you USB port? Hang on a second, just plug into the fridge. Yeah, and for anyone who loves going traveling or cab drive, uh, sorry. Uh, truck driver it runs on ac and dc yeah so you can take your xbox in quotation marks anyway with <laughs> take, you. yeah take it on the road yeah do you know what i think it's about 20 pound too high for it to be a, a bit of a kind of impulse purchase for yeah. me for some reason when i saw it i first thought i saw it at like 69.99 and i was like yes. oh, that's a really good price and, and then when price i checked it i was like oh no it's like a bit more. It is a nice feature, and if I if I had the money for like doing it, I think I would maybe pick one up. Um, yeah, where I'd put it, don't know. Might go into my desk at work, but uh, <laughs> do you know, you know what? I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> so, well, you'll be sat next to me soon. If so, we just have it underneath the desk between us. Yeah, so you should get one, so I can reach over and get you know a cold <laughs> yeah. chocolate bar or a can of coke from it. But it is a nice idea. I like how they have stuck to it. They have kept their promise, um, and my only issue is that it's just going to be scalped straight away, so there's no point in buying Oh, one. absolutely, absolutely going to be scalped. Oddly enough, not on about mini-fridges, but I had a look in CEX today. They're asking for £700 for 
for an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation 5. Oh, to buy them? To buy? Oh. No, not to buy it they from them. To buy one. Yeah, they'll give you about £420 it was right. for the Xbox, don't know, for the PlayStation 700. 5. 700 quid. 250 Gee. quid over price. Ridiculous. But this, again, is all down to, I guess, part scalping, but surely a shop that's the X would think we're not gonna. Well, oh, no. when I used to work at another retailer, they would come in on the day of big game launches and buy our entire stock of a game, take it back to CEX, and then up it, open it, and then sell it for a higher, obviously for a higher price. But there'd been very few other places to go and get that game on that day. Yeah, I think that's one big issue I've got when you trade in a game to like CX, you know, I could take in a brand new sealed game to them and they have to open it. Oh yeah. I understand that. Oh, I understand. I'm like, if it's a brand new game, it's all sealed. Yeah. People right. can seal it. We used to have people buy Beats headphones, bring them back sealed. We'd have to open them. And occasionally we had them where did have fake headphones in them? Oh, flipping heck. Because it, you know, it's not impossible to shrink wrap an item yourself at home. Yeah, you know, you it's need great. what need a heat gun. Yeah, not even a heat gun, a hairdryer. Yeah, but mini fridge. You know, it's maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get one. I don't know. It's a little bit, a little bit too expensive for me. To yeah, be look, I said it was just a bit more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but although I maybe nice. I could proposition it to me dad. He's got a camper van. So, hey, Dad, oh. do, you, do you want a mini fridge? You should get a mini fridge for your camper van. Give me the money and I'll, buy, and I'll order it for you. Oh, sorry, this one came instead. Have, I have this one and you get a different one now instead. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want I think one, it's do even got um, LEDs in the fridge as well. I thought, I'm sure. Yes, it, it lights up like the actual Xbox Series X console. That's right. Just uh, <laughs> put, if, if you said your Series X, get the, get the fridge put next to you and be like, oh, look, I've got two. Yeah. Well, now that I'm back on the Xbox One X, I am actually starting to get to the point where some of the games don't actually work on the older generation. So there's Flight yeah. Simulator and there was Rift Breakers. Yeah, the Rift Breaker. I was playing it last night. And you're like, oh, you was like, oh, download it, and then it came up saying not compatible. Unavailable. <laughs> Should we go on to our last bit of news, which is Nintendo focused? Yes. Uh, again, Nintendo not doing. Well, just not being pleasing, I guess. <laughs> I'll let Nintendo off with this one. So our next bit that we're talking about, I don't think that Nintendo could have really announced any character as the final character for Smash Brothers and there not be loads of people who were upset with it. Do you know, I can understand you there as well. Yeah. Unless it was Master Chief, in which case everyone would lose their minds. Yeah. Uh, sadly, it's not Master Chief. So... Nintendo has brought over um, Sora from the Kingdom Hearts series. Now, I quite enjoy the series. Uh, I played, I think I only played the first two. The third one is on the Xbox if I want to play it. But yeah, I quite enjoyed it. And I think it's actually a pretty good character to bring across. Um, like you said, unless it was Master Chief, everyone would be upset anyway, regardless. Yeah. But I'm just intrigued to see how uh, Sora plays. Um, well, I was actually watching the playthrough of the character, and it looks like it is going to be more of a standard sort of gameplay character. Okay. So a lot of the recent DLC characters have had various gimmicks. Right. 
Steve has brings his mind cut in, he goes across and he can mind block. Yeah, things. or Ryu and Ken, you can play them as if they are traditional fighters, you know, doing half circle, uh, sorry, quarter circle and attack to do your fireballs and stuff like that. This is much more of a middle of the road sort of generic style character, they're saying. And the idea behind that was so it was a lot more accessible for a lot more players. Mm. Um, which, you know, it's not bad that it's not an overly complex character. Well, it, well, it could also just do with maybe Disney wasn't happy with them putting Mickey into the game yeah, and getting Mickey to attack. I did notice that Disney, uh, sorry, no Disney characters appeared to be in it. The closest was the keychain had a Mickey Mouse shape on it. I, like, I was expecting maybe them to say during his ultimate, Donald and, um, is it Goofy? Goofy? Yeah. Come in and attack with him or something, but it looks like they have only got the Square Enix part of the series and not the Disney part. So Disney, maybe Disney said no to that. And yeah. So maybe that's why they've had to sort of streamline him not to have the gimmicks. Yeah. Because a lot of it, you know, other than. Sora, it's all Disney characters really yes. in the game. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's why. Uh, I can imagine Disney going, will you give me money? And like, yeah, we'll give you some money, but you give me more money? Uh, <laughs> no, no, just a little bit of money. But I want more money. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not paying you that, no. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. yeah, add add another six zeros on the end. We'll we'll think about it. And yeah, yeah. Nintendo are like, uh, no. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. That's enough. It's also quite sad that that now, three years almost after the game came out, that's it. No more characters. In all fairness, same as you, because I know you haven't either. Not bought any of the characters anyway. Mm. No, no, I have actually bought the first pack. Oh, did you? All right. Yeah, unfortunately, they're stuck on the um, Switch lights. So every time you and Phil come round oh. and we're playing on the TV, I can't use them because we're playing on a different Switch. You, you need to get a Switch that isn't uh, banned. Yeah. Have you seen um, people talking about the OLED Switch? I've seen bits of it. Apparently people are saying that it's uh, not to write it off and it's better than what everyone thought it would be. Yeah, I've, but... I've heard that the screen's pretty impressive. Not perfect, but pretty impressive. And just having the extra storage in the kickstand, it makes it feel like a lot more premium machine. Okay. Well, that's good. It's all, I've seen quite a few things where it's saying, don't write it off. It's actually a lot better than what you think. You know, yeah. Getting hands-on. And people who have had hands-on experience have given it a better rating than what they thought they would do. I haven't actually seen a confirmation of it, though. But a lot of people saying that the dock, although the Switch isn't capable of 4K output, the dock is actually capable of 4K output. So perhaps a new Switch might be coming out over the next year or two. Not saying that, we did discuss um, about this. because I, um, Do you remember I shared, a, I think I shared a link into the chat where they've been selling uh, 4K dev kits? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Um, I do remember that now. But Nintendo have denied it, haven't they? Yeah, they denied it. But I think they were saying something about 11 dev kits have been sent out, 4K ones, uh, that have been confirmed. But Nintendo denied yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm like, well, 
if they've confirmed this, they've been sent the kits. What's Nintendo done on it? Well, we so, even mentioned this when the yes. OLED model was announced that perhaps this was kind of a stopgap between yeah. the Switch and the Switch Pro. Maybe they couldn't get all the components, or the cost of the components was too high at the time. So they've brought out like a premium version of the current Switch. And then later on down the line, they'll then incorporate that into a pro model. And they're also keeping quiet about the dev kits because they want everyone to go, I'm not buying the OLED. And they're doing well, yeah. what happened, like you said, about that computer place. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, um, everyone oh, not buying it. I can never it. remember what that's called. The. Um the Osborne effect. So you don't want to announce your next product until your sales on your current one have started slowing or leveling out at least. No, exactly. So I think that's it for all our news now. And it has actually been quite Nintendo-centric this this episode. It has. It not often is. Um, it's often Sony or Xbox. Yeah. I'd say. <laughs> Xbox positive news, Sony negative news. With a little bit of positive every now and then. Yeah, well, yeah. Nintendo's no. normally in the middle, but today's just been downhill. It's just it's just the internet being the internet, though, isn't it? A lot of people aren't happy about stuff that they can't really have any influence on a lot of the time. Like children. <laughs> but I do think, if anyone's out there, and if you're not happy with things like the price of the Nintendo Online service, vote with your wallets, don't buy it. Yeah, if you don't buy it, Nintendo is going to have to do something because they're going to lose out, not you. They are. And the old tiers are still remaining, so they're still the same price. You get access to the NES and SNES titles, and you can still play online. So they'll be um, remaining at $17.99 for the individual, and was it $34.99? No, $31.49 yeah. for the family. In the UK, obviously, wherever you live, it'll change slightly. I think my other issue is just quickly on the idea you know they were talking about bringing game boy advance games to the on nintendo line as well well so there was rumors where's that gonna sit if they do do you know what i mean it's kind of one of those of does it fall into a tier or is it gonna be another tier inside well, of you, it or that i'll probably bring out another tier so you'll have nintendo switch online plus expansion ultra mega deluxe edition <laughs> which will include it'll include virtual boy games as well yeah, so, I uh, don't know. Nintendo, what direction are you going with? Is this going to be beneficial? Because currently, I don't see it being any good. Personally, for me, um, the Nintendo 64 games on a massive draw for me. Um, I think if it was me, I'd just get your standard subscription yeah. and go out and buy the Sega Mega Drive Classics Collection. It's 50 Mega Drive games, most of which are in this bundle. And... They're all fantastic games. Now, if they're bringing Goldeneye to N64, I think that'll change everyone's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, that mm, it'd be nice if they did bring Perfect Dark. Yeah. Because let's face it, although Microsoft own it, they're already allowing Banjo-Kazooie um, Banjo to come across. I f personally feel the N64 was Nintendo's weakest system, but if anyone wants to disagree with me... If you're an N64 fan, let me, let me know. Let me know. No, I'd love to know. I would love no, to no. know great games. My N64 collection is GoldenEye and Lilith Wars. And I think I have another game that I can't actually remember. I don't think you had an N64. One sec. 
Sorry, sorry. I've just found my third title. It's Jet Force Gemini. Okay. So that's my entire N64 collection. I didn't think you had an N64, or do you have one now? No, I've got two. All right. <laughs> I got my original N64. I swapped um, Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast with Phil for an N64 <laughs> and GoldenEye. <laughs> I'll swapped yeah. one game for a console going nine. I think I've got at least one controller, maybe two. Well, there you go. The times are better to trades like that. Oh, yeah. Just went out and bought Sonic Adventure again straight away. Sonic <laughs> Adventure 2, sorry. So I think I definitely came up a bit better in that, that transaction. Right. Well, thanks to everyone who's listening. What we would ask is if you've enjoyed this podcast or if you've just managed to burr through it for the last 40 minutes or so, I know I did. <laughs> um, we do actually have a questionnaire for Spotify users. So if you could just go into the page and just answer what you like about the podcast, what you'd like to see more in the future, that really helps massively and will help shape what the podcast becomes in the future. Yeah, we want to tailor it so it's suitable to yourselves as well. You know, we want to make sure that you are listening up on things that you want to hear, not just our opinions. You know, you might get bored of us every now and then and just want a bit more of a different feel to it, which we're happy to help you with. Yeah, if you want us to stop being so harsh on Sony, that's an absolutely valid criticism that we'll completely ignore. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> just joking, just joking. We try and be as partial as possible. Sony just doesn't help himself. <laughs> yeah. But if you'd like to support our podcast in any way you can, um, you can always go into our show notes and do it through Patreon. Or you can also leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. We're the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next time. Bye.